Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 87 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. So last week, one of the things that I covered was setting goals and making plans. And during the week, I realized that in the past, I have used SWOT analysis to identify areas of my business that needed improvement. So this week's episode is Identify Your SWOT. Now, SWOT stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities and Threats. It doesn't matter if you've been shooting professionally for years or you're just starting out. This simple way to identify your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats will help you move forward with your business. It's really easy to do. Okay, so let's get started. The easiest way to do this is to divide a page into four, one for each SWOT, or you could just use a separate page for each one. It's entirely up to you, whichever way you want to do it. It makes no difference at the end of it. So the first one is strengths. Now, I want you to write down all the things you consider a strength, such as you shoot high-quality portraits. You are the best wedding photographer in your area. You've got a great personality. You have big profit margins. The only photo studio in town, which is quite a strength. You speak more than one language, which can be extremely useful. You use the best equipment available. And last one I've come up with is you get lots of referrals. Now, you can put anything down you want that you consider a strength. But when you're considering your strengths, think about how they affect your competitors. If you think having the best equipment available is a strength, it might be, but only if you take better photos than your competition. If it's getting the best possible pictures you can do, then yes, okay. But if the guy down the street is using an entry-level camera and he's incredibly talented, your expensive equipment definitely isn't a strength. If you speak a second language and 25% of the people in your area speak that language, you have a huge advantage over competitors that only speak, say, English. Being able to communicate with customers in the native language is, well, it's, it's an amazing strength. It's priceless. So when you're thinking about your strengths and also your weaknesses, think about the effect that weakness or strength has on your customers as well as your competition. Now, let's have a look at weaknesses. You really need to be honest with yourself when it comes to weaknesses. We all do it. We kid ourselves. We just gloss over things but there is a problem there, you've got to address it. So one of the things you can do is look at your competition. Do you produce photos that are comparable? If not, it's a weakness. Or you shouldn't be comparing yourself to that person. You should be comparing yourself to someone else. If you think your equipment is a weakness, why? If you don't have a wide enough lens for large group shots, then I agree with you, it is a weakness. You need to get that area of your photography covered. A new camera body won't improve your image composition though. If your competitor produces stunning portraits and your portraits are good but not really stunning, your weakness is in composition and editing, not your equipment, not the equipment that you're using. It's composition and editing. Now, these are some examples of weaknesses. I have trouble getting new customers. I don't get many referrals. My editing isn't good enough. I need to improve communications with my customers. I spend too much on new equipment. My workflow is slow. I don't advertise enough. Now, those are all examples of weaknesses. Once you've identified your weaknesses, you need to work on them. Now, you're not going to get them to a strength, or you might do, who knows. But the fewer weaknesses you have, the stronger your business will be. 
The O in SWOT is opportunities. You need to find opportunities that could help you expand your business. Here are some examples that I came up with. Local club needs team photos. New businesses need images for the website. A photo lab offers new products that you can now offer your customers. There might be some courses that could help you improve your editing. Uh, New government support programs. And maybe you identify that there are no local headshot photographers and that's an, an opportunity for you. Anything that expands your knowledge and then lets you offer new products is an opportunity. If you can get a government loan to expand your business or you realize a section of the community isn't served fully, these are opportunities to look for and get them written down. Check out what your competition's doing. Have any of them closed business? I know when I was shooting on a regular basis, when I started out, every year it was a different marketplace. There were so many people would start a side hustle and stop. You don't know who is out there, so you've got to monitor it at all times. If any of them have closed down, try to get their share of the market by advertising. Constantly be looking for ways to grow. Okay, the T in SWAT is threats. Now, this sounds way worse than it is. Here you need to identify your position in the local photographer marketplace. Are you at the top, the middle, or you're just starting out at the bottom? You need to understand where you stand and what could go wrong. If you don't know where you stand in the marketplace, if you don't know your position, you don't know what your threats are, what the competition is. If you know your mid-range, then look at other photographers in the mid-range and those are your competitors. Let's come up with a few ideas for threats. So number one that I came up with is, who is your main competitor? Could you lose customers to them? Next one, if you lost the school photo contract, who would outbid you? Next one is, your equipment isn't insured, which is a biggie. If you had your equipment stolen today, you're out of business. You don't have all your images backed up. The last one I came up with is, your vehicle isn't reliable, which is another biggie. Identifying what could hurt your business is really important. Now, there is a principle called Pareto Principle. You might know it as the 80-20 rule, which says that 80% of your income comes from 20% of your customers. An example would be if you shoot school photos and say you have contracts with five schools and one of them is one massive high school and it brings in 80% of your income. Now, your problem you've got in that situation is if you lost that contract, just that one of five, you would lose 80% of your income. So you might not want to get yourself in that position, although it's way easier said than done. Uh, For other photographers, you might have one client you shoot annually and depend on that income to get through the winter. Losing that customer could be devastating. So the aim is to spread out the threats and keep the losses as small as possible. But like I said before, it's a lot easier said than done. In this section, you're just identifying the threats that you have. Okay, so now what do you have to work on? So you've identified your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. What next? Now, working on your weaknesses will help you, but not as much as working on your strengths. Try to get your weaknesses under control because the less you have, the stronger your business is going to be but you're going to leverage your strengths. You're going to use them to the maximum and watch your performance soar because if you have some genuine strengths and you start pushing in that direction, your business is going to grow. 
Now, knowing this information is going to give you direction. The biggest earning photographers are not always the best photographers. Just remember that. You get some guys that are very, very good and artistic, but they price themselves out of a market basically sometimes. So you might get a mid-range guy that is constantly booked because he's at a reasonable price and turns over hundreds of thousands a year. It's not the best photographers that earn the most money. In some cases, yes, but most cases I'm thinking no. Now you're doing this side hustle to make money, so get organized and go for it. Your present competition won't be doing this, I promise you. You're going to leave them behind if you start organizing yourself. And in a few months, you're going to move up the ladder and you're going to have a whole new set of competition. So this is a constant thing to do. Now, this all ties into goals and plans that I spoke about last week. Everything you've identified can now be made into a goal or a plan, whichever way you want to do it. Like none of this is needed tomorrow. Well, maybe some of the things are, but the sooner you get on it, the better. You can work on it constantly throughout the year. Just knowing some of this stuff, some of your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats will move you forward faster. It's like your subconscious mind takes over and steers you towards your goals. Now, if you're just starting out and trying to make some money with your new side hustle, don't panic. All this stuff still applies to you. You'll have less stuff to write down, but as you move forward, you can keep adding to it. This isn't rocket science. It's just about being honest with yourself and working out your business problems. Okay, so that is SWOT analysis, strategic planning for your business. So I'm currently working on my first course and I'm going to need some help from a few of you. The first one won't be ready till early February, probably the first week, second week of February. And I need a few reviewers, maybe three or four photographers that can take the course at no charge and give me honest feedback. Now, this will probably be more suited to you if you're just starting out. Now, I've put a form on the homepage at photographysidehustle.com. Just sign up there and I'll contact you if you're selected. Right, that's it for this episode. I'll be back next week with a lot more waffle. Bye. Bye.